comes out standing next to the lead singer Mets, dressed fucking identical. They're literally dressed exactly the same, like the same height. They got the same kind of like. listening to East Coast City Podcast, and our guest is Electric Spoonful. I got Rudy Pache. Yeah, I say it with my, with my hand in, in the air. Yeah. And then we got Jesse McLeod. McLeod. Is it McLeod? McLeod. McLeod. And Jesse McLeod. That's how you do it. Cool. And is your name McLeod. short for Jessica? It is, cool. in fact. <laughs> <laughs> short Jessica for McLeod. Jessica. <laughs> Cool. And you do the drums. I do. I do the drums. Yeah. And the and the Pache does the, the voice. Do the vocals. Yeah. <laughs> it's all MIDI. All MIDI drums and all MIDI vocals. Yeah. So, um, actually, you know what I'm going to do first? I'm going to make you introduce each other. Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. It's you, hard. I really don't you, know this guy s- at all. You start. You introduce me. All right. Jesse McLeod. Um, grew up in the mean streets of Catalonia, Cape Breton. Hey, a couple, couple fights with the with the mooses. That's the, the the rival gang. His gang's called the skunks. They went to the school. They went to um, the school was called um, school of skunk. Yeah, it was called skunk skunk school elementary. You know all about it. And uh, yeah, so he I basically grew up, um, you know, doing you know weird skunk stuff. Um, and uh, he was just like you know. You know what? I might as well drink some beers. And then he uh, met this guy. I know I, I, I I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm like, I mean, he might say it about me when he introduces me, but like, I'm a, I'm a philanthropist. <laughs> you know. Philanthropist. So I was like doing my YouTube channel one day, and I was like, I'm gonna give some money to some, some people that need it more than myself. <laughs> Found this guy mm-hmm. behind Skunk School, and uh, gave him two bucks. Changed and my life. Uh, changed his entire life, and, uh, and now your, this your is song "Store Bot" is all about that, right? Exactly. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> what happened because he went and he bought weed with it. He's yeah, a fucking that scumbag. is accurate. That's pretty much how it happened. Um, <laughs> I see. I know you as Rudolfo Pachalamu, and uh, you were born from a pile of leftover spaghetti that was uh, sitting on the table for too long, and then when we went back to throw it out, you were just in its place. <laughs> so we uh, we took you in, called you our own, and, uh, you know, here we are. It's a much shorter introduction. I just I re- God? Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. With the degrade, the ethnic degrade. He has to bring ethnicity into it every br- time. I, well, it's just what happened. You were, <laughs> like, you know, you were sitting there all, like, butt naked. I didn't say call you a skunk because you're a smelly Scottish <laughs> bum. Well, we're all smelly we're all, Scottish we're bums, all, okay? We're all Scottish. Other than so. Gabe, he's German. I th- oh, like Cape Breton. I you know isn't that all Irish? Scottish? You can't you can't There's get out of French Cape Breton. Scottish, it's all yeah. Scottish, Irish, and French. I'm weird because I have an Italian last name. It's actually mm-hmm. kind of odd there, but yeah. I thought it was French. That's what most people most people yeah. think that, but it's like Pacino, you know, Al Pacino or Joe Pecci. The I'm p- like, why do they get? Why do people pronounce their names right? It's almost like they're like a list like. <laughs> Giant movie stars that, that that have been around since the seventies. Oh, you were, you were and the like, and Jack's pilot, man. Exactly, you're getting up there. I to played be Dryden fair, Morgan. have you ever tried to like pronounce Irish names when you see them spelled out? Because yeah. it, it's hard. They're they're tricky. Yeah, Mc, yeah, especially the, the real 
the real weird ones. McDonald's. We're, we're, we're fortunate we only deal with like McChicken. McDonald's. Yeah, McChickens. Mc, McDoubles. That's my actual yeah. last name. I grew up with a lot of McDoubles. <laughs> that was a whole Irish neighborhood I grew There's up in. There's a lot of them. I believe you because, you know, small town. And that means you're <laughs> like all related to, right? So I think yeah. we actually are. are I, think, I think we, there's something. Something we, Like a, a lot of my family are McNeils. Yeah, and, and so my mother's a McNeil. Really? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. We so haven't gone back from. far enough to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Did you do a giant <laughs> family tree yeah, and then like find a, out? We should just both do 21 and me. Yeah. Yeah. Is it 20, 20, is, did I say 21, 21 and me? What is it? Uh, is it 23 and me? I don't know. We're we'll spitting the same like thing and <laughs> yeah. see what happens. Okay. <laughs> I want to learn. Are you <laughs> related to everyone in your band then? How much? You're no, like six no. in a band. <laughs> Not all of us are from Cape Breton. CJ and Gabe are from the Valley. So that's why there's that's why they're they're second class citizens in the band. <laughs> yeah. That's why they're not on any podcast yeah, because we, we don't allow them to the speak. Cape Bretoners. I no, mean, Cape Bretoners are the talkers, so this makes sense. Yeah, that is true. Maybe let's like dive into who's in the band, but you gotta basically just describe them. Act like I've never seen them before. Don't know who they are because right. whoever's listening is gonna be like, who else is in this? Who do you want to do? I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do CJ. Okay, uh, I'll do uh, Gabe, and then we'll, and then we'll both, we'll do, both TG. do TJ. Yeah. At the same time. At the same time. We'll just talk you, all the time. I'll start first with CJ. Um, CJ is a brilliant, handsome man whom we love very much. I think he, you're mixing he's like, with me here, He's like... <laughs> I, I when I guess CJ, he doesn't have his big Rudy. beard anymore, but he's like, you know, like a cuddly Viking is like kind of what I would describe him as. Yeah. He's got less... less Facial hair now, maybe less Viking, but still like a, a cuddly, cuddly bear. Uh, very talented, plays the bass. Definitely the sweetest like guy no in the business. band. Yeah, that that's that's safe to say. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he is the sweetest. Um, yeah, we uh, we love him to death. He's the only one we love. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gabe Bauer, complete opposites. Uh, so, uh, sociopathic, um, psychopath. He's both. Um, you know, there was a criminal, uh, you know, investigation, uh, years ago, they, uh, were trying to find, uh, this guy called the, the, uh, middle river killer mm-hmm. never found him, but, uh, I can tell you well, where to look. Here to say I could maybe say where to look cause I might know somebody that might be that <laughs> specific serial killer. But uh, <laughs> other than kill people secretly, <laughs> he plays the guitar, but that's another thing. We're not, we're not sure if he actually is or not. Cause. We all we often see him pull out his his uh, iPhone and then uh, it sounds like the guitar is coming from a speaker <laughs> that he has next we to him. We don't have the proof for that either. Because <laughs> you no have receipts. another guitar, so uh, yeah. he could very yeah. well be carrying the show, his, his, and he's just pretending to play yeah. on stage. To be honest, so uh, Gabe, uh, amazing fucking guitar player, one of my best friends in the world. He's also very handsome. Isn't that weird that yeah. everybody in this band Every, is like everyone, fucking a ten? Everybody is really good looking. We're all just ten. That's in this that's band. why we we <laughs> hired them. You guys should be yeah. selling your faces on their shirts. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Why don't we just open an OnlyFans? Fuck music. Let's yeah. just do it. That's the next step. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, and TJ. And then, well, we got to do TJ at the same time. Right, One, two, two three. three. Ginger. TJ Plowman has <laughs> lanky tattoos. He's tall. He's got He's hats white. and shirts that he wears. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, um, he's, uh... He's also from Cape Breton. So oh, he's, he's from Cape uh, Breton. He's always, you know... So related. Talking about... 
He's from Hick talking about Damn. the old Highlands and uh Yeah, he's from Inganish. Ingo. That's where we spend our summers getting loaded on the beach. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. We all kind of <laughs> like we're all pretty fucking identical when it comes down to it. We uh we look similar. Yeah. We act similar. <laughs> Uh, is this how the band <laughs> came together? Did it's you almost guys like, kind of like meet and be really like, we're the friends same? And we're like, <laughs> I mean, hey, that's something that is true. We, we are all there. just actually good friends. Yeah, we're just all, all good So guys. is that kind of how it started? You're just friends hanging out? No, and not then... at all. No? It's a weird, Maybe it's... some of us, but not all of us. I mean, him and TJ were definitely friends, but yeah. I don't think the rest of us really... Like, I knew him a bit because uh, he was good friends with my girlfriend in high school. Fucking shut up. <laughs> no, but he was friends with my girlfriend yeah, in high school, is, and uh, that's how he kind of. We, really we would him. like pass each other yeah. on the road and stuff, but never, we never talked. There was one time, school. first time I met him, uh, my girlfriend was going to hang out with him, and I was dropping her off, and he is like there with uh, one of his buddies. He's like, hey, uh, we're going to go egg some houses. I was like, Do you want to come 16? egg some houses with us? This was like 11 years ago. <laughs> and I'm with my buddy Swade, and I'm like, no, yeah, you guys can <laughs> no, go. No, we're going to get drunk. We had a two like, four in the back right, seat. I'm gonna go chuck. It was hard to houses. acquire back then, being yeah, you know, you I was like, 17, 17, I guess. I was yeah. No. yeah, good times. This is also like a different iteration of what the band was when we. Oh, well, I mean, that started. was there was no band. The yeah. band didn't exist that, at that, that time. Not... That was we were just in high school. I wasn't even planning on being a musician in the slightest i was really yeah, i was in the army reserves that's what i, was. What? I wanted to just be in the yeah. army no yeah. you yeah yeah i was in the that, army that's a big fact you never heard about my medal of deep. honor you never heard about this like how do you think osama bin laden got killed this guy, this guy right You're, here did you, i had no idea you were <laughs> like a child prodigy a <laughs> no idea oh what was it child prodigy child, child prodigy. prodigy what do you mean like uh like you, super you, soldier like yeah 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 you're born to fight for freedom i was yeah who knew? Uh, SEAL Team 6, baby. Yeah. Uh, shout out to You'd the boys. You'd never know from the show. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. You, well, you, you never know. No, you would know because when I was in the Army, I was what's called a shit pump. Mm-hmm. So I was very bad in the Army. That's why it didn't last very long. Yeah. That's yeah. when Rudy realized his true calling <laughs> was yeah. being drunk on a stage. Exactly. I was like, fuck. <laughs> uh, what's the strangest compliment you've ever had or been given? Oh, God. Because I'm sure people say weird things to you after a show, too. That, uh, yeah. Oh, oh my a God. I know. Uh, there was, one, fucking, uh, there was one years ago, one of our first shows, this guy came up to us after a set at Oasis and said, oh, yeah. he said, I haven't had that much fun since I smoked crack and fucked my girlfriend. <laughs> that did happen. Yeah. <laughs> and that was our bio on Facebook for like four <laughs> years. It was a quote from this yeah. random guy. Tell me the actual origin story of how you guys actually started Electric Spoonful. The real story. Do you want to start the real that one? because I wasn't in the band? Yeah, I'm the only original oh. member He's the only one. right now. Oh. I started the band with my best buddy in the world, Brentley Campbell, who uh, has forsaken me and ran away to Edmonton. Oh, he's, he lives in Edmonton. No, I'm joking. But he's in, he's in Edmonton now. So, uh, But uh, me and him started the band in... 2018, I think, and uh, we were doing it. 2018, wasn't it? What 2014, 2014. About? Oh my gosh! But yeah, 2014. Um, and yeah, so we started it, and uh, we went to the music business program at NSCC. And uh, during that time, we had a different uh, members, but they were both back in Cape Breton. So we had a bass player and a drummer. They're both in Cape Breton, and they both kind of just were like, for our sakes, you know. 
I don't know if this is going to work if you guys want to be really serious about it. We're not moving to Halifax, so they left. We needed a new drummer, so we actually got him temporarily, was supposed to be the case, but he hasn't fucked off yet. What, what was the uh, name of the band? When was this though? that you joined temporarily? Oh, it was actually called uh, Long Island Road first, but uh, th- yeah, this was in 2015 when we got Jesse yeah, in the band, but at that point we changed the name already to Electric yeah. Spoonful, but uh, yeah, we uh, got Jesse, he was supposed to be just temporary, and uh, CJ, actually the first day we were in class together in music business when we were walking home he was like hey i listened to your band i think it's really awesome like if you need a bass player like i'd love to play and i was like cool didn't really take it super seriously just met him that day and then literally i got home and i already had a message on facebook he's like i was being fucking serious but about that by the way so <laughs> you need a bass player <laughs> yeah I'm I, I, I was not sold on being in the i was already in i think just two bands at the time and like with school and just two and bands well i mean it's that number has for a drummer that is not a lot of bands i'm i have no it's, idea it's like <laughs> then then it was a lot because of school and stuff yeah. now i think you know i've got five or six now so what it's it, yeah so like at the time I, it was a Doesn't lot no it's still the a lot exact number but it was like, <laughs> like five or six I, I don't i'm not in school anymore so it's a little more tolerable because i just work and then do band stuff after sounds like you're yeah that sounds like a lot yeah i mean i know it it probably does but at the time it was like yeah i just like couldn't have another band so i was like okay i'll play this one show and then i'll probably dip out and like let you guys find a permanent drummer but i had so much fun with that first show that i was like okay i'm gonna make it work Ah. so no matter like no matter how much work i have with school and like uh, you know i'll swing it and then we, yeah, we just kept kept playing. But you guys right do together. seem like a pretty fun band. You seem like it. Yeah, we seem like it. It's not all an act. <laughs> like, on stage, too, though, something I noticed is not a lot of bands. Usually you have, like, the front person, and then they're kind of the show. You guys all take turns. We're trying to say <laughs> that I'm not the entire show. <laughs> I'm trying mean, to say that I'm not I'm, I'm not all and everything about this band. I, I'm just say, saying take the compliment. <laughs> I'm just sharing joking. the spotlight with that, your fellow members. That's a rare thing to see, especially is, in the music scene. I agree with that's you. A that's a good way to put it too, though, because we do like all. Oh, share everybody does like spotlight. That, I mean, we're a live band, big time. I really think that Way that's our so case. Actually, funny enough that yeah. you brought that up. Literally, like two hours ago, I was putting together my room. Um, at Gabe's place because I moved in with Gabe, our guitar player, and like we were in the, he was in there helping me. And I have this poster of Jim Morrison. I put on my door. <laughs> he's in the doors, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, and and on the poster, it's just Jim Morrison's face, and it says, it says the doors, doors under. And I'm like, imagine if there's a spoonful poster that was just, it says electric spoonful. It's just me. <laughs> it's just my face. Uh, like for some reason, that can work with the doors because you I mean, know Jim Morrison's Jim a sexy, Morrison. sexy yeah. Greek god. But so a lot you, of though. bands do yeah. that. They've just kind of become the band. Yeah, yeah, a lot of times the front guy is just like, I mean, especially with bands back then, I think that was more of a thing back then. <laughs> like, like, that it was just like, oh, yeah, well, who gives a shit about the rest of the band? Well, if you actually give a shit about music, like, I love The Doors, one of my favorite bands. So, like, I know all those guys and fans of all of them. Um, and, I mean, I even thought that f- figured the same thing, like, the movie, when I watched the movie. The movie's called The Doors. Call the movie Jim Morrison. <laughs> like the fucking doors are in it for like four seconds the entire time. It's also it's also like we all write like equally. Like we all we'll have songs that like me and Rudy will write. There's songs that CJ and me will write, or Gabe and Rudy, or TJ and CJ. Like it'll we all kind of take turns having a bit of like you know writing credits. Like we're, we're, it's not often that we all write 
together, I guess. Unless yeah, it's, it's like the music two of itself. Us. Not so much the lyrics. We pick like two at a time. Occasion, I think me and you are the only ones that really write solo every once yeah. in a while. But yeah, uh, yeah. other than that, like if we are writing, it's like me or Gabe, me or Jesse, uh, TJ or Jesse. You yeah, know, so it's we like mix it up a lot. Like that. That's so like cool, a lot though, that you're writing too. stuff too, because that's another thing too. It's yeah. rare that you get the drummer involved. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that is definitely rare. Uh, I like that I can have more of a voice because I know, like, the drummers are often just kind of in the back, you know, whatever. Yeah, just but, hit those Yeah, just like, hitting those drums. Fortunately, but. everybody still assumes that I write all the songs and will keep it that way. <laughs> yeah. um, you have a solo gig. Yeah, I'm, I'm his ghostwriter. That's the thing. That's my fallback. Um, you know, when uh, this eventually never works out. Yeah. <laughs> and I need, and, but and I think I need, the strange thing, though, with, y- with you, too, and you're in, like, what, like 100... Yeah. other bands yeah and so you're you're coming from a different background too where your solo stuff is a little more like country folk yeah a lot of us i think pretty much all of us like we have a similar taste in music when it comes down to it but our like favorite genres are all completely different and i think that absolutely like influences the music it especially when we're writing stuff yeah, because i think like yeah every everybody's influences come in I got time. your your promo package and how you guys were describing your sound. I thought was pretty. Yeah, the bio. Yeah, 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 yeah. he wrote that. <laughs> you yeah, need to just do it. Jesse's the writer. Jesse's the guy. Like you know, anytime you see a spoonful posted, it's Jesse does it. Because yeah. first of all, I can't spell. This guy's <laughs> um, illiterate as fuck. Yeah. I, I was really impressed. I was like, this is one of the best like little PR bios yeah. I've seen. It's yeah. fun and I, it makes I, sense. I enjoy kind of doing all the social media stuff and just like the you know the marketing the promo because it's like we all have similar minds so i just kind of take all of our brains and put them together so it's not just me as in we have an average iq of 60 (laughs) and that's combined (laughs) so okay describe your sound for for anyone who hasn't seen you guys live and heard you shitty (laughs) (laughs) don't come to our shows (laughs) you'll hate it no it's (laughs) <laughs> like at the core, you know, we're just a rock and roll band, but it, it's it, like we said, we just take so many things from all our mixed interests. So it ends up having, you know, a bit of a bit of hardcore, a bit of country, a bit of blues, a bit of punk. Like it's just got a lot of stuff. It's hard to just say. We've been calling ourselves like scrap rock. Didn't you win an award also from Music Nova Scotia? Yeah, we won that back in November, loud recording of the year, which is like. That's crazy. We that's never awesome. thought we'd pretty, win that. Pretty like, wild. That's, we never even thought it at the time. That's why nobody was there except for me. And I was. I <laughs> we was were like, there's no fucking chance we're winning this. Like, we yeah. just didn't. And it's not even that we, like, didn't think, like, oh, like, you know, we're not good enough. We don't deserve it, whatever. Like, we were just like, you know, we're against so many other great bands. And that was the We main were just like, oh, they, it's got to be going to somebody else like there's no yeah we were just thinking that like okay there's no way that we're gonna get it but uh but now we know like you know what yeah well we woke up that morning i literally (laughs) wake up the next like the night before it was music week we're partying the whole time it's like six so the night that that morning wake up next to my girlfriend bailey she's next to me and then next to her is connor booth (laughs) from like good dear good and like uh sluice stuff like that uh, his drummer and all his bands, and we were. I woke up and there was a plate of half-eaten ham <laughs> on the end of the bed because, like, I just remember that night going getting home and Connor's like, "Do you got any food?" I'm like, "Yeah, let me go check." I go up to my parents for because it was in Cape Breton this year, so we were at my parents' house. I go up, there's like candied ham <laughs> in the I fridge. Well, Took it downstairs. Me and him and Bailey just like <laughs> fucking ate some ham, left it at the end of the bed. Woke up at like 11 a.m. the next day and we're. I'm like, Connor. Wake the fuck up. 
the award shows in like half an hour. He's like, oh, geez, I don't know if I want to go. I'm like, get the fuck up, we're going. Uh, he gets up, we go up there. Lucky enough, we both won. They won. He's an AT and Jacks as well. He won too. His brother's Jacks, actually. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they won Popcorn of the Year. Yeah, you guys we weren't even gonna go, and you we weren't even gonna go. But I was like, no, let's we let's go. And then we went. And when we got there, they had free Caesars. I drank like fucking eight of them. <laughs> was like kind of drunk when I got this Gave speech. The speech of the that's another two. Every week, yeah. There's a speech. Yes. There's a video of it, and I'm telling you, like, at once a week still, I have people come to me and be like, that was fucking the best speech ever. Most of your music is about, like, the after effects of partying, which yeah. I find really interesting. Yeah. Not so much of, like, the party itself or... <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> It's always, like, the repercussions. I think I, I think don't remember what any parties are like. Because, yeah, maybe that's uh, why. Because we're doing too much drinking. No, I think, uh, you know, I, the older I get, the more I start writing about... I guess the the past more so than like the present. I guess too. Like I mean, we were like we still party and stuff, but a lot of the songs on the EP specifically on like two four four two four, they're they're pretty old by this point. They're like four years old. Uh, we would have wrote them about yeah yeah four years ago. Kind of so partying then and partying now for me anyway. I'm definitely slowly turning into like a an old man it seems. So I can't stay up past. Even Ru- Rudy was chirping me the other night. He wanted to get loaded. I was like in bed by. Like twelve thirty. That's pretty early. I like I, yeah, I could well. I couldn't I can't hang I can't hang with the big dogs anymore. You know. Oh, I I like I that was Friday. I woke up today. I was still hungover. I didn't drink last night. I, it was <laughs> like I I'm starting. To, I'm at that point now. I got two day hangovers. We're, we're pushing thirty now, so it's like it's just changed. But, um. So yeah, it's just like. But yeah, why? But then why we got Gabe in the band, who's like way younger than all of us. He's twenty three. Yeah, he, he can keep it going. So like he's still at the point where he's like, he can still keep going like yeah. hard. And uh, I mean, we still go. It's a different time because, like, when you're 20, your hangover is an hour. Yeah, that's it. There's no hangover. I remember when I was like 19. I remember, like, I mean, I mean, I remember thinking like drinking a 12 pack was like a feat. I was like, oh my god, I drink a 12 pack. That's so (laughs) badass. Now I'm like, I need at least a 15 pack. (laughs) Yeah, at least. I I think think, though, just to like to go to to go back to the whole like yeah, the writing is more about like the aftermath. Yeah, I I, it's funny because like Ode to Owen specifically is like. It's supposed to kind of be a gradual, um, I guess, just showing, like, okay, the beginning of it is, like, when you have your first beer, and then you, like, fall in love with beer, and then you start drinking it, and then you're like, oh, shit, like, it's going, I'm too drunk now, and, like, the, you know, every everything is supposed to, like, culminate in this just Well, I mean, the whole, por- like, the whole for- first verse you wrote. And, and it's like it's like a love song to booze, right? Yeah. Uh, to Olin's, specifically. but specifically, yeah. specifically Olin's. Yeah, that's and it's that's like just about like uh, Olin's is from Nova Scotia. Yeah, yeah, the breweries yeah, yeah. in. Oh, we're Nova Scotia boys. I, I mean, yeah. the Cape Breton boys are definitely like Cape Breton to death, but uh, Nova Scotia in general, we're all we're all super. So is proud that like your go-to drink? I w- I would say so. Everybody but me, I would yeah. say. I, I'm a Keith's guy. When we're and people out shit on me for that all the time, but whatever. <laughs> when we're out at shows, though, it's more so like like when I'm home, I'm a big propeller guy, as you can see. I know we're not on camera. I am drinking a propeller currently. If I'm at Gus's, I'm drinking, you know, like I'm, I'm Olin's or Schooner all night. I mean, it's always Keith's. Always has been. But uh, but then, I love Olin's, too. I don't, I like any Olin's, Schooner, or Keith's. If it's from Nova Scotia, I'll fucking drink yeah, it. That's but o- it. Ode to Olin's sounds yeah. better than Ode to Keith's. I felt the taste of bliss. The day I turn a man, a bottle to my lips, a monument for the damned. And when the odds are stacked against these feeble hands. 
Close that that thought out about like the aftermath of the part. Like I feel like there are so many songs about just like getting drunk and just yeah. being in the moment of drinking. Whereas like we're like now the reality is it's a lot darker sometimes. Where you just you wake up and you're hungover and you're like fuck I just gotta I gotta drink again to get rid of this hangover. Yeah. Which is that song specifically is kind of like you know you wake up. The the twenty the two four Olins actually there's no two four we're uh, too poor for it yeah, I gotta stay on brand shit. here so the twelve pack of Olins uh, still has like a beer or two left so you just slam those back and then you know the boys convince you to go to get Caesars and you just keep the keep the boat rolling <laughs> I guess, but... <laughs> just fade away into yeah. the weirdness that is hungover yeah just, yeah just ride it out but yeah I mean that's I, there's the the new EP has some songs that talk about uh the present of drinking less oh yeah. interesting well well yeah the gift yes. of drinking yes. the, gift. <laughs> gift, the curse i think it really goes back to like scottish culture which yeah maybe some people would be like that's fucked up you should, like <laughs> that like to assume they're all i'm not assuming they're all like that i'm just saying that that is absolutely part of Scottish Scotland culture as, as well, Ireland UK make culture in amazing general. Amazing booze. Yeah, and... I'm half Irish, half Scottish, yeah. so it's just like so... seeing it from you know. Both it's a, sides, I mean, that's clearly pretty... absolutely where it comes from. Is like it's just like Scot Scottish Scottish people have a drinking culture themselves. Not just Scottish people, but in the UK in general, it's just there's a big drinking no, it's culture. It's like that too. It's like French people and yeah. like with wine, it's just a different version of drinking. Where yeah, like... it's the same with Italians as well. Like they yeah. They drink a lot of wine as well. Chianti. I, I also think that, like, for us uh, and the the branding of just, like, drinking, it's like, you know, our shows, we want people to be able to get off work and just come have that release. Of and just let like, loose. Let loose. Because, yeah. like we were saying earlier, just 
where the performance is such a big part of the band. Yeah. Um, I, I think that it's just important to create like, you know, a space where people can come let loose and have fun and forget about, oh, I got to get up for work on Monday. I got to do this. I have all these papers I got to have in for work, like school and just come have a good time. And, and be and, present. And be present. Yeah. yeah. So I think, you know, even myself now where I like, you know, I work Monday through Friday, like um, every every day i only have my weekends off like that's that's the biggest thing for me is like i can go have fun at a show and take advantage of yeah when i'm seeing a band live like when i'm at the seahorse or gus's or marquee wherever like that's my way to to chill out like some people have you know they want to go home watch a movie i mean that's me sometimes too but i guess for spoonful i'm just like and i think we're all kind of in that same boat where if we can perform for people and in that moment they're just happy with their situation like they're not stressed they're just having fun they're having some drinks i think our goal has been accomplished if we can just have some people out on the dance floor having fun moshing i haven't seen a show where people aren't moshing and yeah yeah yeah, pretty nuts yeah move around another thing that i guess we, we should say is like we are pretty like business savvy more than people would think so when it comes to music industry things and we work behind the scenes a lot harder than like the live shows are the that's the gravy that's the fun part, mm-hmm. but uh, coming up to the live shows, coming up to an album, coming up to an EP and stuff, we're working really hard and we're not sitting around loaded all day long and stuff. That's something that I'd want people to realize kind of more yeah. that it's not we're not sitting around drunk all day long. We have normal jobs, it's a, we have it's normal your, it's lives. Your stage and stuff. Persona. Yeah, exactly. yeah. that's a, the part we exaggerate for sure. Yeah, and as I, don't, as I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to totally promote like. Yeah, you should just go out and be a fucking booze bag all day. <laughs> so that's how much it. work like, does go in? Because you do have an EP, and sure. you have a new one coming out that we're going to cover in a bit, mm, too. Yeah. But, like, how much time do you, would you say you even spend just on, in a week? I mean, I think every everybody does different things, too. Like, we don't... We, we get together... We get together every week to, like, discuss what we all need to do individually. But I, I think, uh, like, on a, you know, a weekly basis, it's pretty rare that we're not constantly doing shit. pretty much like, working on stuff every single day like you're not even day. that's including yeah. like social media yeah. promoting shows yeah messaging, Write, writing every day recording yeah, yeah. it's a lot or, of work and it and a lot of it's just like individual like like things that like each of us do individ- yeah, individually right own, like it's not always like a planned like all right, today we're going to do this, or today we're going to do that. Do you have, like, specific like roles, of... too? Like, you oh, absolutely. You, like, yeah. Managing yeah, year, the social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We, we each, just depending on what is required, we'll each kind of divvy it up a bit, right? Like, mm-hmm. whereas, like, I'll, I'll do more, like, I'll send out emails and manage, like, the socials and stuff. Rudy will, like, message people and, like, co- get, you know, little details like yeah. artwork. Carry the entire band yeah, on my he'll back. He'll do everything. He'll just die. <laughs> yeah, this is all wrong. I'm just making this up. He'll do everything. He just does. <laughs> Be the but only that's, talented that's another one. another really cool thing to see, too, is that it seems like every single person in the band kind of picks up the slack. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah. just one person kind of managing yeah. it all. So you're sharing the space. You're giving the spotlight to everybody. And then you're also sharing the workload. So yeah. that's really cool. Before we start jumping into the other songs, I know you wanted to promote the Seahorse uh, Tavern show you got coming up, right? It's it's actually on St. Patrick's Day. St. Patty's Day. St. Patty's. Yeah. So, okay, tell us about about that. Yeah. So we've got uh, we got a great lineup. It's a little mixed bag. Uh, we've got Good Dear Good, All Right Already, Skunk Motel, then ourselves and Hitman are all of the bands that we'll be playing. So five bands. It's ten dollars. 
advanced, Ooh. 15 at the door. So that's like what, like three bucks a band of 15? What's the math? Yeah, hey, you're not getting a better deal than that. It um, is going to be a, a damn good it's show. It's going to be a good show. Uh, I don't know when this airs, but I imagine the event will probably be before, up. Before. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it'll be up. So, uh, yeah. Because JD, our boy, JD Boudreau, yeah, you, does you all can, our art. And so does we will art. include the poster in the clip that we share like, Sweet. From, this, yeah. from this episode. And, awesome. th- and this is one of his best works yet, in oh, my is opinion. It? <laughs> and so we didn't even get the actual poster yet. He sent yeah, us like a, uh, uh, like a sketch of like what he's going to do. And it's. I'm getting it tattooed. I think I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm, I'm gonna get Damon to, to tattoo big, that shit on big me. Big fan. Big fan. <laughs> this sure. is a little shout out to the good horse. <laughs> yeah. Boy. Yeah. So that that's that's if the you next see show. TJ's tattoos. It's all Damon. Yeah. And one of mine. <laughs> yeah. So that that's our next show. Um, is it gonna be like St. Patty's themed? Yeah. Well, oh. it'll. You know, you can dress up in your finest uh, green green attire. You're not wearing green. I'm pinching you. <laughs> You're getting pinch pinched. You. Getting pinched. Uh, we'll probably, you know, we're gonna decorate a little bit. Yeah, getting the getting the spirit, the holiday spirit. Um, looking forward to it. Are you gonna be playing some of the new stuff that you have yep. planned? Yes. So the set will be. It'll be pretty well every. I think this is the first time we're gonna do every tune on the new EP, the unreleased Ooh. EP. So there's a song that we have on it that we have never played before. So and it's be, and it's deal. pretty Saint Patrick'sy. What is it uh, called? It's called the Great Glace Bay Cigarette Heist. It sounds yeah. like a movie. It's like, a, it's it's like an a Celtic. Epic. It's a Celtic punk tune. It's our epic it's Celtic our... punk. Oh, tune. that sounds fun. So, so we're gonna debut that. Okay, so that'll be sweet. Excellent. If I can learn the words, yeah. you know, if Rudy you know has me, it ready in time. It's I'm all resting on his shoulders. Do you have any other shows planned after that that well, are coming up? Other than right now, yeah. like we were trying. I mean, originally this show was supposed to be our EP release, but things just uh, were kind of just complicated, and we also just decided that the EP could use a little more time to kind of flesh mm-hmm. out some more stuff. Yeah. And so, uh, we're so we're, I now. think we are going to do the EP release at Spoonapalooza regardless. Cool. I mean, that's not a definite thing right now. Yeah. But, we're not a hundred percent sure when the EP is going to come out. Everything is just about finished. So, so I, we got to just make sure it's, yeah. we got with the marketing and the, like we can't just are drop the songs it. Right? Ready gotta, yet? Yep. Yeah. The yeah. songs yeah, are yeah, done. Songs Everything are is tracked. Who helped you record it? AJ Bootlier. Yeah. Our, our boy, our always bud. one of he, our guys we always go to. He's our, our go-to guy for that. Um, yeah, they sound great. We're super happy with everything. Stoked to get it out. What, what We do have the ECMAs. That is technically yeah. our next show um, booked. Uh, so after, yeah, after St. Patty's, that'll be the next one. So that's in May. Uh, and then Spoonapalooza will be in April. June. June. April. You're the one that's planning the whole No, June. Game, June. Right? So, what is Spoonapalooza? Spoonapalooza. So, Spoonapalooza is um, it's going to be a uh, annual show that we perf- that we put on. Um, it's like a mini festival. So, last year was the first year. Uh, it started because we were supposed to have, I think it was a St. Patrick's Day show at Gus's, and due to some reason. Uh, some reason or another, we couldn't do it anymore. I forget exactly COVID. what the details were. It might have been COVID again. There was that. W- there was. Yeah, it was. I think because we started that was planning first... it when they when they first started um, saying you could have a hundred. Like we started in October when yeah. they said that you could have a hundred percent capacity, but it changed. And then co- the and then COVID COVID kind of came back a bit, and it would have had to be a uh, a seated event. It would have had to be a seated event. So we were like, well, I mean, we could still do it, but it'd be a little weird to have a St. Patrick's Day show with like four. 
you know, super heavy bands yeah. and everyone has to Everybody's sit. Sitting down. So we wait. <laughs> we waited a bit. We were like, well, what if we just did it in April and instead of doing a St. Patrick's Day show, we just like made our own festival. So we were all jazzed on that idea. So I guess kind of what happened was we booked a date and then I said, I'm just going to get as many of my friends bands involved so we just kind of said hey do we want this band that band this band and i just started sending out emails and got a bunch of people interested we named it spoonapalooza and we got i think it was uh 10 eight bands and four singer songwriters or 10 bands and four i think it was 10 bands and four singer songwriters including ourselves and yeah we threw like an all-day mini fest from i think it went from four until two it's a huge success sold out that was the biggest surprise it was, how uh, freaking successful it actually yeah, was it was, it was very massive surprising. and it had uh it had i think it was the first show back uh from like the the whatever the rules were at the time where you could we, you could stand and it was maskless and standing so because we pushed it a month we got really lucky and they just we That's could have amazing. like a full cap show uh so it went really well and we have another spoonapalooza coming up details tva but uh yeah, we've got a date booked. Um, it's going to be bigger and better than last year. What uh, venue? It's it's going to be at Gus's again. It's going to be at Gus's. Gus's is a good place. Though. Gus's I'll, I'll is give our a co- home away from home. It is a couple couple details. Just a little the inside scoop. It's going to be two days this year. It's going to be a it's two, be two day days. One? And it's going to be at Gus's, and we've got a lot of big surprises for this one. All right, we're going to move on to the next song, Storebot. Ooh. Yes, it's classic. This one's this one you should take uh take it take it away because I didn't act this is actually one of the few songs that surprisingly I didn't write. I wrote on this one. I wrote I wrote, I wrote the whole thing. Yeah, this was only Rudy because we, we co write a lot together. Could you ever imagine? But this one was just all the the brilliance of well, this. Well we just man. started there's a lot of times like a we just write like she'll just we'll just be at practice rehearsal and like Somebody will start playing something like that sounds fucking cool, and then go into it. And that was one of those times, and uh, I just kind of was just like, keep going, fucking wrote the song. So, so it was just like a jam. Well, it was like jamming, and then it turned into something, right? So it's like, but at the time, it was right when they legalized weed. So that's the entire premise of the song: is the guy talking in the song is is a drug dealer, right? That's a weed dealer, and now that weed's been legalized, he realizes that. None of his friends were actually his friends. They were just his customers. And none of them come to him anymore because the weed is legal now. So they're like, why the fuck would I be hanging out with you? That's why they're like the first... What's the first verse? All my friends, they don't come around anymore. It's been a while since they knocked at the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't know the rest. Uh, got, what is, me got, got me asking. Got me at. No, that's the Isn't fucking that next verse. I don't know. You wrote it. <laughs> I can't do right, it. Anyway, that, that point is no. All my friends don't matter. come around anymore. That's basically the, what it yeah, is. Yeah, the point is. Uh, that's dark, though. Yeah, the guy. The so, again, yeah, that's like you're friends. really putting this in perspective to uh, me specifically because I really didn't realize how dark our songs are underlying darkness of like this dude's just like so much emptiness. where are my friends I never had any <laughs> in the first place yeah fuck. he's like fuck the NSLC because they took all my f- yeah. what he thinks friends that's something that I've had I've had people ask that because they don't really get that line they're like why are you saying fuck the NSLC yeah it goes like it almost drive me to drink but fuck the NSLC and it's like well, because that's where you get weed. Now. Yeah, <laughs> he can't. He can't go get his beers to forget he has no friends. He can't support the <laughs> people who stole your friends. They stole his friends. The yeah. liquor store stole his friends. Yeah. That's our. That's I think our most like s- 
straight up just rock and roll tune because a lot of the EP is it ventures from that into heavier territory because mm-hmm. that's the the first track and it's kind of it doesn't really set up anything because it just gets heavier from there so it's just like one and done you're just like okay this is the the still what the old spoonful kind of sounded like when we were only writing you know, '70s inspired rock tunes. That I mean, this one has, has some more. real crazy shit with TJ. Just yeah. Going nuts well, the guitar, the guitar is nuts, but I, I think the as far as like structure and like sonically, it's still, still kind of has the remnants of uh, Caravan Fire era. Certainly more so than one of the favorites on, on that EP for myself. I, yeah, I love that song. Great tune. Fun to play. We're gonna play it right now. Yeah, put it on. Check it out.
would you say is like the hardest thing? Um, being in a band and coming up with the music and like the whole shebang, like all of it. Do you, can I take? I'll take this one for a bit. Then you can you can no. interject because <laughs> I I'm I think no, I no. think this probably uh, touches on a, a lot of stuff. But I think for us, it was finding the balance between like being taken seriously and also just being yourself. Because we there were a lot of people in the industry who. <sighs> They didn't straight up say it, but seemed like they were like, you're not going to fucking make it doing this kind of shit. Because we were very much like, I don't want to say like anti-industry, but when we started, we were like, we're not going to try to do everything that they are saying we need to do Mm -hmm. to be a band. We were like, we're just going to have fun with it. And as we went, it just kind of naturally, we just ended up doing doing it. Like it It wasn't exactly what everybody was like, you need to do this to be successful we were just like well we're gonna have fun with it and it kind of naturally fell into our laps where people were enjoying it and engaged enough to be like oh they they are fun and they are you know well it keeps going back to like the fact like the things that like where of course it is exaggerated but it's not to an extent like this is just like who we are and like really like I think a lot of times, like, I start thinking about it every once in a while. I'm like, are we a fucking comedy band? Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, are we, we, we a fucking bridge comedy that, band? I think we bridge that like, gap well. I don't think we are a comedy band. We're extremely satirical, though. Like, our mm-hmm. songs are very, like, humor-laced. But I would say that we're, like, similar to, like, I think one but of our biggest But it's your self-awareness that creates that. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think that we're, like, we're not a band like Flight of the Concords or, like, or something like that. D, where yeah. it's, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, the the joke is a little more... On the nose, if I'm using that correctly, I don't know if that's the way you use that phrase. But uh, depending on how you mean it, I'm not. Well, sure. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what but it means. It okay, that so makes sense because you said <laughs> like it's, it's satirical, which basically means not everybody gets satire. So yeah. the ones who don't get it, take it at face value. Maybe, maybe I use the on the, the nose uh, 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 the yes. opposite of way that it should. I think on what is on the nose means like just very obvious. I don't yes. even know, but like <laughs> very obvious. so, I guess it's the opposite of that. I don't think it's. It's like obvious, but it's it's just satirical, right? It's just I think it's similar to like the band Eagles of Death Metal, where it's yeah. like their stuff is super satirical, making fun of that like rock. Like I mean, they still live it, but they're like making fun of that like they're Rolling Stones, uh, like I'm sexy, you know, this is being sexy. <laughs> well, Electric Six like, is kind of like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, exactly. So it's it that they're making fun of that, and I think that's what we're trying to do at the same time too. Is that we're but in an, like the way that I would like try to like explain our music in like a couple words would be like if the trailer park boys and and uh and fucking uh viagra boys fucked and then <laughs> all the when boys, the, and then they're and then they're a bunch of and then they're fucking fuck. created music it <laughs> would bu- be, uh, if a bunch of boys just got together and fucked that's i us. mean that's what we do most yeah of them. that's 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 us that's but, an yeah. interesting like <laughs> obstacle though is like you know the that weird in between of being taken seriously but also not wanting to be taken too seriously because then you're yeah. gonna have to take yourself way more because, seriously. because it's like well exactly because it's like you know we are just being ourselves and in another life, I think Rudy would have been a fucking comedian anyway. Like he, he a hundred percent. You're talking about him. So more he a hundred percent would have just been a comedian. Self-deprecation. And, is yeah. Really <laughs> and that that notch. comes out in the music. Like the, if you know when you see us live, the shit Rudy says and does is just hilarious. <laughs> like going off, completely off script and just whatever comes to his mind, he'll say in between songs. Can't and help it, myself. And it's, you know, it's Gotta goddamn it. hilarious. And we. 
a lot of the lyrics when we do write together, like that kind of comes out too, because we both have, you know, our, our personalities are very similar, and I think it works well when the two of us specifically, mm-hmm. uh, right? Like all, everybody in the band has very very similar personalities, but us us two together, yeah, we write. It's it's like parodying a lot of stuff. Like we have a song that's co- coming out uh, in I don't know a couple months. We don't have a date for it yet, but. Uh, it's it's called Fat Wad, <laughs> yeah. and it's it's just a parody about like me and, rich me and Gabe Bauer wrote that. Yeah, one. rich scumbags just saying like how great their life is up until their credit card declines. Really, well, it's just like, like being a piece of shit. That's yeah. just like like there's certain like I mean I can't speak for it because I've never been rich, and like I don't think there's like anything in, like wrong with being wealthy. The, the like what's wrong with certain people that it's, it's just like when you're a greedy fucking piece of shit that's when it gets bad and like there's certain times where i'm just like how can you even like be like like a fucking billionaire because to me it's just like it's not even like being it it's just like more so like okay well i just feel like if i like came into 50 million dollars i'd give at least 20 million dollars away to fucking charity or some shit because it's like if i have let's say i get 50 million dollars and i give 25 million dollars away to charity can i even spend 25 million dollars like i know my i I know you could but like from (laughs) what like my wants and wishes like i don't think i would ever like i would definitely get some nice shit cool stuff Couple you old are muscle a philanthropist. Cars and stuff. He is. <laughs> it's, uh, it all comes back to that. But I'm just saying, it's like, it's like how, like well, when you're excessive. a when you're a billionaire, right? It's like, okay, cool, but could you ever even spend a billion dollars? Like, if you guys, even you fucking have a tried? legit Ask theme the with everything. You have the theme of excessiveness. It yeah, well, bothers yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't spend a billion dollars on Owens and Alexander Keys. Watch me. I mean, you could. <laughs> Watch me. But, I mean, basically, that's what the song's about. I'm getting a little off track. There, yeah, but I guess <laughs> the song's a little more about just, like, being, like, there, there's well, a line in it. you're calling it, it like, out. What is, what's, yeah. the, what's, like, the one of the last lines is, they say money's bound to corrupt, but I just take what I want, and it's never enough. Mm. Like, so it's like, that's, it. it's like, fucking, you just. R- uh, Rudy's but, speaking through this just piece of shit rich guy who just can't get enough it's like demonic being. possession yeah yeah, exactly. be, yeah. possessed you got by possessed, Jeff Bezos. Pos- pos- possessed by, <laughs> possessed by <laughs> the demon jeff is a possessed that's that's the character that's the, the name of this episode <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the lore the lore of spoonful now that is the the demon that takes over rudy on stage for, during during that it's the next conjuring but, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, the Conjuring Part Eighty Seven. <laughs> they come to our rehearsal space. The lo- yeah. The long story short is, I guess we're just like again, it's being self-aware and parodying just shit we see on you know what either what we've lived or what we see we're other people living, things. and we're just like fuck, man. Some of this is just goofy. This shit. is a warning so to people right not to annoy you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't get on our back. I mean, a lot of times we're, we're just like making fun of ourselves. We're too. like Taylor Swift, but with just <laughs> other shit where we write about other people's. Yeah. Weird you gotta stuff. guess who it is. Yeah. yeah. We just like to. You know, we just like to like poke fun at uh, you know just uh, things in life. You know, and uh, I think we make fun of ourselves pretty. A, a well, like quite a bit and, I mean uh, I it like makes that. sense you're talking about like self-awareness throughout like for the songs that you guys are pretty self-aware and then now you're trying to force other people to be yeah. <laughs> self-aware we're like you fucking scumbags you like our music well you're a piece of shit maybe you should think a little bit more about how shitty you are yeah yeah 
exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. That's that's yeah. what it is. No, it's 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 good. You know, you just you got to find that you got to find that middle ground, that common ground of 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 seriousness and not seriousness. I think that's just also life in general. You know, mm-hmm. that's not just fucking music and stuff. It's it's just whatever. You can't take yourself too seriously. You got to be able to have fun. Yeah, you'll be miserable. And I think as as a band and just as people, like we do that well. And it comes across in our music and our, our our shows, and people can people can get behind that. They're like, these guys aren't aren't all fucking you know serious and and all work. They're not all work, no play. Yeah, we play, they, but they we they also think, work when we need to. Like I just feel like people are uh, comfortable at our shows because they just feel like they can just be a little loosey goosey, you know, and. Uh, that's what we'd like to promote, you know, just be a, you know, be a little nuts every once in a while. What advice would you though give to maybe like a band listening now who's just starting off, like maybe even like, like kids give in up high because you'll never do as good as us, <laughs> and we will fucking we'll end you. We will make sure you get nowhere. You trying to come for our spot? You trying to come up on the big dogs? It's over. Don't even try it. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. That's it. That's um, the advice. Don't quit now. <laughs> this, this is very on brand for talking about being serious and also not at the same time. Where, are we parodying the parody at this yeah, point? This are. is meta as fuck. Who are, like we? What are we? What do we stand for anymore? For real, though, like, I kind of forget the question, but I think it was like, what would you say to kids? Like, what kind of advice? Yeah. Honestly, like, yeah, just have fun with it. Write songs. Get together with your friends. Find common themes to write about don't take yourself too seriously but i i guess everybody starts bands for generally the same reason which is just to have fun and make music and not you know some people will start a band just to try to fucking make it to the top while others will be like content jamming in their basement and playing some one-off shows so find what you want with it and run with that. You don't don't do it for anybody else but yourself, really. Okay. I would say if you're absolutely serious about it and you have the resources, and you're in Nova Scotia, uh, take the Nova Scotia like the like music Nova Scotia. Sorry, to- not music Nova Scotia. The NSCC Nova Scotia Community College business program, or if you mm-hmm. want to be a musician specifically and you really want to hone in your like music skills theory and whatnot take the music arts program me both, personally both i was fantastic I, I was a music business student jesse was a music arts student and everybody in our band is has gone like, all uh, did like the program me really? Je- yeah. me yeah, cj and program. gabe are music business students jesse and, and tj were both music, music, arts, music students. arts students so if you are extremely serious about it and it's something you like consider doing as like a career or like really trying to do as a career then uh, consider doing that if you have the resources to do yeah. it. Because it, it's, we, we first of all, you'll we like. We wouldn't be where we are without not at all. program. Always shouting out old Craig Mercer every fucking shot yeah. I can get. Because yeah, Craig has helped if it wasn't for him, that. specifically for me, and I know Gabe and CJ and them as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's tons of I mean, incredible of instructors there. Uh, but all, like, of our, all of our instructors were huge. Craig, specifically for me, is a. I would consider him a mentor, I suppose. And uh, also, just he, like, if you put in the work and you try, he is just there for you no matter what. Like, he'll just. He'll just try to get you where where you're supposed to be at. That's so, nice to have actual like support. Yeah, exactly. Oh, From somebody yeah. that's like he's in Science to Sound and he was in mm-hmm. the Jimmy Swift band. And, like he's like the that's guy really that, amazing. that did all that stuff, right? Uh, so, alternatively, too, if you if you don't want to go to school, because I know that is like a big 
you know, big jump. Go to go to music week. Go to get some connections. Go uh, socialize. Go to the go to the conferences and stuff, and just like mm-hmm. you know, soak in that information. Meet some people, and uh, that helps. I mean, we're, we're we've done it now eight years worth oh, I think yeah, I it's always just fun it's just always fun meet, like like the best friends social, you'll ever have yeah the socializing stuff, aspect uh, in my opinion was the the best I mean, thing that's I a done. giant that's a, that, I guess you could say that as well just it's like like people. networking yeah as in like you I mean know. networking just sounds so businessy though I what I, I would say is like screw the oh, yeah. networking thing yeah socialize, socialize meet people socialize. have fun with people like yeah. if you go in like I think like thinking of like I need to go into network Mm-hmm. Like you might be thinking too business like. Yeah, just go in. Like you're gonna overthink what you're saying to every single. Go to these thing. things, considering the fact that you're going to a thing that that, like an event that has a bunch of people that have similar interests as like you, and that you'll yeah. probably almost definitely meet somebody that's similar to you and could very easily become one of your best friends, and you don't even know it. Last song is Seeing Double. Why did you select this song? What's it about? And uh, we're going to close the show with it, so you know, make Ooh, it snazzy. Th- this is my favorite story uh, yeah. of all the songs. It is the most iconic, classic story. Yeah. I actually try you- to tell the story when we play it live. I actually do very quickly. Weirdly enough, actually, that the, the beginning of that song is the conception of that song. We were in mm. Jesse's backyard. And he was playing this shit. He's like, this sounds like a Met song. We should fucking record it. And he's recording it. And at the time, I'm telling the story that the song's about. Total fluke. Like, I'm just, just like, playing it on bass. And, and I'm talking to our friend Cal it. about it. And you can just hear it. So we use that clip. That's we didn't so even cool. mean for that yeah. to happen. Yeah. So basically, the song's about uh, our friend uh, Duncan Nicholson. Um, and one night, we, like, it was during HPX. And I was driving for HPX. I was, like, chauffeuring fucking people around. And uh, we were talking, me and Jesse, like, oh, wouldn't it be crazy because Mets was playing that, that year and one of our very influential bands to us. And uh, so we were like, fucking, wouldn't it be fucking crazy if, like, I had to drive Mets somewhere? Next thing you know, we're up in the office, like, all right, who am I driving next? And we're like, well, Mets is downstairs. <laughs> like, they need to drive to the marquee. And we're like, what? Jesse was just hanging out with me. He wasn't even driving. He was just, like, <laughs> driving around with me while Came I was doing it. Came along in hopes that I could uh, yeah. see Mets. Exactly. And we're like, holy fuck, it's Mets. What the fuck? We go downstairs and we're driving them and like we're we're both so nervous, like not saying anything. We're just like driving. They're like sitting in the backseat talking to each other and they're like, Hey, we noticed you got like artist bracelets on. Are you guys playing this week? And we're like, uh, yeah, yeah, we're playing, we're playing this week. They're like, You come to the like come to the show now? We're like, Yeah, yeah, I think we are. Yeah. And we just started talking and shit. And we get to the fucking marquee and we're like, Can we uh, help you guys load in or anything? And they're like, Sure, yes, yeah. so we help them load in and stuff. They're like, You guys come to the show? We're like, Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll probably be here tonight. Anyway, we go to the show. Fucking awesome show. Had a dope time. And we get ba- outside at the... It was They played at the marquee, but we were out at the seahorse doors having a cigarette. And uh, our buddy Duncan's there. He's wearing a fucking, you know, denim shirt, button-up shirt. He's wearing a button-up shirt, denim jacket. He's got his uh, his classic uh, Horn-rimmed glasses. glasses yeah. His beanie and his blonde hair. Super fucking white, you know, white guy skin. <laughs> And fucking, anyway, fucking Mets comes out. And they're like, having a smoke with us. And we're like, what the fuck? This is crazy. And I go, Jesse wasn't here. He was in, in the seahorse doing some shit. And I'm sitting there like, looking at them. They're standing right next to each other, the lead singer of Mets and Duncan. And they're dressed identically. And they look the fucking, they have the same skin complexion. Com- com- fuck. 
It's getting toned. <laughs> they got blonde hair. This is fucking, what happens when you have like six yeah. fucking drinks. <laughs> they, they got the same fucking like blonde hair, glasses. Like, all, they looked exactly the same. And I said to them like right before Jesse comes out, I'm just like, man, you guys look, you guys are dressed like exactly the fucking same. That's pretty funny. And the, the fucking leads are like, yeah, yeah, I guess. And then fucking like two seconds later, Jesse busts out the door loaded. Boom, door comes flying out. He's like, you guys look exactly the fucking same. <laughs> <laughs> and and then yeah, so then after that, uh, the the rest of the guys from Mets came out and just were having a cigarette with us, and they asked where a good spot to get pizza was in the city, and we suggested Randy's Pizza because it was just up the road, and then that's why in the song, the uh, I I need some pizza. Where the fuck's the pizza place? The line comes. <laughs> Another up. song that so, everybody's confused about. They're like, where, what is this pizza yeah, so shit? That, in that's it? that's essentially <laughs> it. We just we just we're talking to Mets and Duncan and the lead singer were dressed the exact same. So we wrote. Yeah, a that's song where we got our ideas from. Oh, our friend was dressed like the guy from Mets. <laughs> that's literally the, that's what I the song's about. Our friend is. was dressed like the guy so from Mets. I wrote Mets, a so riff that fun. reminded me of a Mets type of riff, and yeah, and that's it, guys. Thank you, you for having Thank you so much for having us. Awesome. Thank you so much for having us. We appreciate it very much. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for being on the show. Good talk. Seeing double, all that story about the Owen. Appreciate it. Awesome. <laughs> the end. You are free to pee again. <laughs> Thank you to Electric Spoonful for being our guest today, to Rudy and Jesse for sitting in and talking with me. And don't forget to check out their show at the Seahorse Tavern on March 17th. That is all. Thanks for tuning in and goodbye. Goodbye.